Coming to you live this morning from beautiful Phoenix, Arizona. Hallelujah. I'm Pastor Yato, and this is GMI Church. I think there's a little echo on this thing. A little reverb, I think. All right, well, how's everybody doing this morning? Y'all doing good? Well, say praise the Lord. Let me hear you. Praise the Lord. Come on, say it again. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. I'm going to get into the message now, but I want to pray again. I want you to lift up your heads and your hands where you are. Hallelujah. Wave to the Lord for just a minute. Let him know you are here. <laughs> say, Lord, I'm here. <laughs> That's right. Say, Lord, I'm here. That's right. I'm here, Lord. I'm here. Lord, we love you this morning. We thank you. As always, we know the entrance of your word brings light. We ask that that light will shine in our hearts this morning to give revelation knowledge, to give us hope, to give us instant expectancy, even in thy word. We thank you, Lord. And we pray, Lord, that you will help us in the name of the Lord Jesus to hang our hopes, our aspirations, and everything upon the word of God. We give you all the glory and give you all the praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, praise the Lord. I am happy to be here again this morning uh, with everyone. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Um, I'm going to be speaking this morning on a what I think is a very important subject. But first, I want to remind you, you know, of what the Lord has been telling us from the beginning of this year. You know, so... Uh, today, my topic is climb every mountain. That's my topic this morning. Climb every mountain. But before I go into that, I want to review the seven guiding principles or tenets 
that I put forth in the message on first Sunday of New Year, uh, this year that said 2022 is going to be a defining year. And I did say that by the grace of God, throughout the year, I will be expanding on each one of those things. Last week, well, not last week, last time I was here speaking, I expanded on providence and destiny. Praise the Lord. Today, I am going to be expanding on something else. But let me remind you first, what we said were those uh, seven things to keep in mind for this year. The first one was that the promise that God gave us at the beginning of 2020, which was a differentiation that he was going to make between us and the rest of the world, despite all the calamities that will be happening, that, that promise continues. Amen. The second thing was that this year, by the grace of God, we are going through 2022. We're not going into, I said at the beginning, I mean at the end of last year and into this year. You know, so we're not just going into the year, we're going through the year. Amen. Because by the grace of God, lotteries will be at the end of the year into next year as well. Amen. So we're not going to drop dead in the middle of the year. Praise the Lord. So remember, that's very critical. You, you hang, on, hang on to that. Okay. The next thing we talked about is that, you know, this year, rather than just looking for a one-time prophetic word here and there from the Lord, let's enter into the prophetic realm. There we can flow with the Holy Spirit, where we can commune with him one-on-one, -on -one, where he can give us point-blank, real-time direction. Real-time. <laughs> Praise God. Now, real time is very important, you know, so we talked about that. I'll be expanding on all of these things later on throughout the year. You know, then after that, we talked about providence will guide you into your destiny. Well, we've already expanded on that last time. You know, then we talked about taking the shot. You know, like, you know God was going to create opportunities for you this year, but you're going to have to take the shot. You know, and along with that also means... You know, the next one, which was go forward. You know, you don't keep looking back. You got to keep pressing forward. Today, I'm going to be expanding on that go forward. That's the one I'm expanding on today. And then the last we talked about is, you know, that this was the year that God is going to give us the keys. You know, because, you know, the number 22, uh, you know, is aligned with uh, you know, um, Isaiah, it, it talks about, you know, in Isaiah 22 and 22, 22, 22, see, talks about it. He said, it's going to give you the keys of David, you know, the keys of David. And Jesus talked about it in the book of Revelation. So throughout the year, by the grace of God, you know, I will be expanding on those. Today, I'll be expanding on the principle of going forward. But today's topic is climb every mountain. Hallelujah. So let's get right into the message now. Just because God promised all these wonderful things, you know, doesn't mean you're going to get it automatically, you know, and just, you just have to sit down and wait and everything will just fall into your lap. That's not how it's going to happen. And that's not how it works. So that's what I want to talk about today. Now, whenever God promises something for you, there is a part also that you have to do. Now, the devil also has his part to play, you know, in all these things that he does, right? Everything that the devil 
you know, everything that the Lord promises, the devil has something to do about it. You know, where do we find that in the scriptures? John chapter 10, verse 10. The Lord gave us an exposition of how the devil works. Can you put that scripture up? John 10, 10. He says that the devil comes not but for to steal, to kill, and to destroy. So that's what the enemy comes to do. He would come to steal the words of God from you. The words of promise that God has already tried to give you, to encourage you throughout the year, the devil will steal them, either by making you forget or whatever. You know. And his role is to try to kill your dreams, destroy your destiny. <laughs> you know, Remember those destiny destroyers or would-be destiny destroyers and killers and things like that. You know, so that's the devil's role. So don't think that just because God promised something, you know, all I have to do then is, well, God's already promised you. I don't have to do nothing. You know, just sit down and it's all going to be hunky-dory. It doesn't work that way. So I want to bring this out this morning that things, some of the things that we're going to have to do this year in order to make sure that you get the benefits of those promises. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Let me give you some examples in the Bible where God promised something and all the challenges that rose up against those promises. When people are in the face of God's promise, they will also be in the face of trouble and all kinds of things to try to, you know, turn that promise upside down to make sure, you know, remember, steal, kill, and destroy. You know, that's the plan of the enemy. You know, so, God promised the children of Israel the promised land. In fact, that's what we call it. We call it the promised land. You know, the promised land, but, you know, what are all the things they're going to face along the way? Well, the first thing they're going to face, of course, God brought them out of Egypt, but they are going to face the Red Sea. And you yourself were going to have Red Sea moments this year. Amen. You know, now what happened at the Red Sea? Well, at the Red Sea, you know, you're going to have to make a choice. Are you going to grumble and keep turning backwards and say we're better off where we came from? Or are you going to go forward? You know, so uh, the Red Sea was a challenge. It wasn't just the Red Sea. You know, there were also giants in the land. There were the Amalekites. There were all these people. You know, all kinds of things they had to get through, you know, to get to the Red Sea. Of course... The major problem, of course, was their unbelief. Now, unbelief, that's the greatest, you know, you say we talked about, you know, destiny destroyers and killers last time, you know, and how God would turn those would-be killers into your helpers. Well, you know, unbelief, <laughs> that's one of the most powerful ones. You're going to have to, you know, you know, grind into the word of God to get rid of that. Now, unbelief will bring all kinds of things, you know, against against the word of God. So, when God promised them the promised land, let's take a look at what happened. In Numbers chapter 13, we're going to read from verses 31 to 33. Numbers 13, verses 31 to 33. Moses had sent the uh, people, one from each tribe, to go and spy out the land as the Lord commanded him and so forth. 
But these people brought an evil report. Here's what they said. But the man that went up with him said, you know, we be not able to go up against, you know, Caleb and of course Joshua. He brought a good report, you know. And these people said, no, we're not able to go up against these people for they are stronger than us. They be stronger than we. Verse 32. He said, you know, and they brought up an evil report of the land which they had searched out. You know, if you read earlier in the chapter, it actually says where they said, oh, the land has, you know, good stuff and so forth. But nevertheless, they brought an evil report. And they said to the children of Israel, the land through which we have gone to search it is a land that eats up the inhabitants. And the people that we saw in it are of giant stature. Right? You, know, you can see how they begin to contradict themselves. You know, the, the land is eating it up the people. The people should be diminished. They should be diminutive stature. You know, if the land is eating them up, then they shouldn't be of giant stature. You know, now, the land is eating up the people, yet the people are of great stature. And the next verse says in, uh, that, and we saw the giants, the children of Anak, and all these things, you know, and in our own sides, we are as grasshoppers. So, we can't go up. <laughs> we can't do it, you know. Now, so, this is how unbelief sets in because they see all the circumstances and things like that. Now, you know, just because God promised the place doesn't mean there's not going to be giants. It doesn't mean there's not going to be the sons of Anak. It doesn't mean there's going to not be all these things. But you know, there, there can be a different perspective. What do you see when you see these things? Well, one set of people, 10 out of 12, they saw all these things. But the other two said, no, that we are able to go up and take the place. Hallelujah. He said, these people are lunch for us. They are bread for us. We are going to have them for lunch because our God is with us. Hallelujah. Now, so when you, when these problems, and they are going to come, you know, they are going to come. They are called contradictions against the word of promise. I preached that message some years ago. In fact, you know, sometime before the end of my standing here this morning, I'm going to refer you to seven messages that I have preached on this platform over the years that are going to help you to understand the fight and the path that you must channel through this year. All right. The key thing to remember is God has already promised. Amen. <laughs> so that's our anchor. You know, but there is uh, something that you got to do. You know, there's many things that you got to do. So that was just one story. Uh, let's look at, you know, the story of, you know, Nehemiah receiving favor to go build, the, the rebuild the ruins. You know, they receive favor. You know. The favor of God to go rebuild the ruins. But is that going to stop that devil from trying to put up a fight? No. You will see that in Nehemiah chapter 4. Let's read from verse 1. In Nehemiah chapter 4 verse 1, we're going to read that. Look, there's going to be the Sambalat and the Tobiah that are going to oppose the promise of God. Can you put that up? Are we, is anybody back there? Nehemiah chapter 4 verse 1 Can you try to put it up quickly so I can go through this quickly but it came to pass that when Sambalat heard 
that we builded the wall, he was wroth, and he took great indignation and mocked the Jews. Next verse. And he spake before his brethren, the army of Samaria, and so forth. Say, what are these feeble Jews? You know, try to weaken their hands. What are they doing? You know, what are they doing? What, what are they going to sacrifice? You know, what are they going to do at the end of the day? What are they going to become? They are nothing. You know, and so forth. You know, would they revive the stones out of the heaps of the rubbish that you know we have already burnt down? You know, and all that. Verse two. I mean, verse three. You know, and Tobiah, the Ammonite, and all of these people, and so forth. They said, look. Even if they build anything, even a fox will go up and it will break down their wall. You know, their wall is not even strong enough to even resist a fox. So don't worry about it. And they wearied their hands <laughs> with all these things, you know. But yet they had that promise, they had the favor, they had the, the you know the commandment to go forth and do these things. But you don't don't you think for a minute that just because you have the favor of God. That there is not going to be Sambalat and Tobiah. The Sambalats and the Tobias are going to come against you. But you have the word of promise. Amen. <laughs> now, so the thing is this, you know, are you going to succumb to all this weakening of the hands? Or are you going to, you know, strengthen yourself with the word of promise and keep going forward? I'm going to come more specifically to the climb every mountain part, but I want to bring this out. You know, now, there's another one that Jesus said to them in Mark chapter 4, verses 35 to 40. You've heard me say this multiple times because I love this story. Jesus said to them, and we said this at the beginning of the year too, let us pass over to the other side. Now, just because Jesus said, let us pass over to the other side, you know, that doesn't mean that there's not going to be tempest and the storm and all these things. You know, the tempest is going to come anytime that God tells you to go forward. Anytime that Jesus said, move over and let's cross over, then the tempest is going to arise. The storm will arise. All these things, you know, cataclysmic upheavals come against you, you know, to try to defeat the word of promise or the commandment that your commander in chief has already given you, which is go forward. You know, so don't think that it's not going to be, I mean, don't think that it's just going to be, uh, you know, like that and it's easy and so forth. Now, you must climb, this year, you must climb every mountain. Now, life is full of ups and downs, mountains and valleys. There are a lot of things that happen in the mountains, there's some things that happen in the valleys. I'm going to refer you to some messages later. You know, the mountain is where we celebrate victory. In the, mount, in the valley is where we are tested. You know, we are tested, we are proving, we see, you know, what, what you are made of. And see if you can climb the, the next mountain. But let me tell you something. If you are listening here this morning. In order for you to climb the next mountain, after you've climbed this one, you're going to have to come down from this mountain in order to climb the next one. Now, you, you cannot stay on top of the mountain the whole time. It doesn't work that way. Otherwise, you've only climbed just one mountain. If you have seven mountains to climb, and you climb the first one, and you stand on top of the first one and celebrate, which you should, well, if you stay there, you're never going to climb the remaining six. Now, in order for you to climb the next one, you're going to have to come down from this mountain. 
And I have to climb the next one. But you must climb every mountain. Hallelujah. There are going to be a lot of mountains along your way. And you've got to climb every one of them. You cannot. You cannot. Rest on your oars and say. You know where. You know. Well I climbed the one mountain. You know. And you know. I'm already there. You know. In the book of Joel chapter 2. Joel chapter 2 and verse 9. He talks about this Joel's army. You know. They're. They can, I mean, there's just nothing is going to stop them. Do you have Joel chapter 2 verse 9? Nothing is going to stop them. They are going to climb in through the, uh, you know, climb up on the houses. They're going to enter through the windows. They're going to do all these things, you know. They, they, nothing can stop them. Hallelujah. Nothing can stop them. The psalmist said in Psalm 18 and verse 29 he said look by my god i have done what i've run through troops i've leaped over walls you know you're gonna have to run through troops you're gonna have to leap over walls you're gonna have to climb every mountain but your god will strengthen you hallelujah your god will strengthen you there is a story in luke chapter 5 this story, let's pick it up at verse 18. You know, there was a lot of people in the house coming and going. There were a lot of people around the door and so forth. And these people that wanted to get help for their friend, they could not bring him in through the door because there was just so many people they couldn't get there. But they're not going to let that stop them. You know, they went up through the, it's not their house. <laughs> Can you imagine right now, you start climbing up somebody else's house and tearing down their roof? <laughs> you know, what's going to happen to you? Well, they're going to call the cops. You know, these people, they didn't, they couldn't care about the consequences. They're going to get help for their friend. Hallelujah. They're going to get this man in front of Jesus. I'm not, I can't get through the door. I can't get through the window. I'm going to go through the roof. <laughs> Just like the army of Joel. You know, they can climb through the window and climb through this. Climb. Nothing is going to stop them. So they went through the roof, tore the roof, and laid the man down in front of Jesus. And the Bible says, wow. When Jesus saw their faith, not even the faith of the man. No, it was their faith. The faith of the people that did all of that. You know, <laughs> you know so immediately, you know, some things, he set some things in motion. You know, so. Climb every mountain. What are you going to do? You know, when these mountains suddenly show up. Now, when you are going on the journey, you've got a roadmap. You know, one of the things that we have to do this year in order to get the correct roadmap is you've got to flow in that prophetic. I'm going to come to that later on. Not in this summer. Sometime. You know, but when, the Lord, when you have that roadmap, all of a sudden... From nowhere. I mean, it's like, even consider when you are going on a natural trip. It's no matter what you can do and prepare and so forth. Stuff can happen. You know? I was on a trip just a few months ago with my wife. You know, went to Nigeria and we're traveling from one city to another. And despite the fact that I had sent money ahead to the mechanics and all these things to check out the car and get everything ready, which they said they did it, they did not. You know? And all of a sudden, we had a problem 
in the bush in the middle of nowhere. You know, the fan belt, the same one that controls everything in that car, you know, just suddenly split. You know, so there's stuff that's going to happen. These things, you know, you're traveling along, suddenly you get a flat tire. <laughs> what are you going to do? You know, what if you don't even have, you know, a, uh, what do you call those things? Uh, spare tire. You know, so uh, things are going to happen. You know, but what do you see when these things happen? Some of the things I'm trying to encourage people, especially the younger generation. Those of us that are a little bit older, I won't call myself old, but a little bit older. You know, we've got through many of these humps. But some of the younger generation, they're still trying to define in their, you know, future and different things and so forth like that. And so you listen carefully. Because what do you see when these things come up against you? You know. If I hold up a glass that has water about halfway, I've asked this in this church before one time. What do you see? One person will see a glass that is half empty. Another person will see a glass that is half full. Now, you can look for roses, but the roses come with a bunch of thorns. Now, what do you see when you are looking at the roses? Are they the thorns, do you see, or the roses? Do you see a glass that is half empty? Now, if you see a glass that's half empty, you are a bit pessimistic. We need to change that. But if you see a glass that is half, because the person that sees a glass that's half empty, they're thinking that the, half, the glass is draining. <laughs> you know, it's half empty, so it's draining. But the person that sees the half, glass as half full, they're looking at the same thing. The one that sees the glass as half full, they're thinking that, oh, the water is rising. The water level is rising. So what do you see? God will present opportunities to you this year, but the devil will also fight those opportunities. But you must climb every mountain. Praise the Lord. I'm going to read for you to some archives in some of our messages. You know, people don't go back and listen to these things, but you should. I'm going to refer you to some this morning. I did the research myself. Now, Jesus said something in John chapter 5 and verse 39. If you put that up for me. In John chapter 5 verse 39, Jesus told the people say, go back to the archives. <laughs> go and search their scriptures. Because in them you think you have eternal life. And the day which has of me. Now I'm challenging you. Go back through the archives. And listen to these messages again. Because inside those messages are the keys that are going to propel you forward. Hallelujah. So here is one. I have seven. I picked out seven. I want you to go listen to. You know, so you have to start by listening to this one. So that you can find out what all they are. But I want you to listen to them. Because each one of them relates to something that is in those principles for this year. Now, here's the first one. And I put them in chronological order. Overcoming adversity. 2018, December 14. 2018, December 14, overcoming adversity. How do you find the archives? You go to the GMI website. You go to the sermons, you go to the All Sermons Index, you search for something on the page, it'll come up. Now, the next one is 
the, the next one is go forward. Go forward. You know. I think I might have given you the, the wrong date on that one. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was correct. It was 2008, I meant to say. Because I know I put this in chronological order. I said 2018. No, it was 2008, December 14. You know, so that one was called Overcoming Adversity. Then in 2011, June 26, there was actually a message called Go Forward. You should listen to that. Now, number three is a message called Contradictions to the Word of Promise. You should listen to that. It ties along with exactly the things I've said here this morning. Contradictions to the word of promise. Preached December 12. I mean, sorry. 2012, December 23. So, December 23rd, 2012. Number four. Mountains and valleys. And I went through the archives. Because I remember, I said, you know, I've touched on all these things before. You know, so I went through the archives. Mountains and valleys, 2013, January 20. So January 20, 2013. So you can see a lot of messages that can help you. Then here's another one, number six. No, actually number five. Roadblock or hurdle. Now, all of these messages, and I'm not going to recount the messages here. You can go and listen to them yourself. All of these messages bring out valuable insight and to encourage you how to deal with the challenges of life. The roadblock or hurdle. What do you see? I mean, how do you, what is a roadblock? Well, a roadblock is an impediment on your path of progress. <laughs> that's what a roadblock is. If you are going along the street and they block it, that's, it's going to impede your progress along that path. You can't go along that way anymore. So there's a roadblock. They put roadblock up all the time when they're having construction. You know, when you see a roadblock, what do you do? You know, a roadblock does not have to be a dead end. All it is is a, it will lead you to a detour, <laughs> you know. So if you see, a, if you are going to somewhere important and you see a roadblock, are you going to just stay there or turn back? Or not go anymore? No, you're going to find a detour. If you're going to the airport and you have to go and catch your flight, and as you're going along, all of a sudden, there's a roadblock, well, you're going to have to find another way to get there. You're not going to say, well, there's a roadblock, so I'm not going anymore. You know. Now, there's another one here called bounce back. How do you bounce back from all the challenges and things that face you? Or you face? That's 2,000, well... Roadblock was in 2013, April 28. Roadblock or hurdle? What do you see? Bounce back was in 2013, May 26. You know, search the scriptures and search the archives. You know, for in them you will find strength. And number seven, last but not the least, you know, just uh, very recently, in 2021, 2021, 
May the 2nd. It was called Every Setback. Every setback is setting you up for a greater comeback. Can somebody say amen? Listen to these messages. So, I've gone through those things that I wanted to give you there. And let me go back to my message on climb every mountain. You know? Why must we climb every mountain? Because, like I said, you can't stay on the top. And that's a very important piece of wisdom that was given in the message, mountains and valleys. You have to listen to that. You know, you cannot stay on the top all the time. But when you are down in the valley, it's because you got to climb the next mountain. You got to keep climbing the next mountain. And you got to keep climbing the next mountain. And you got to keep going. Now, do you have that song I asked you to put up in the back called Climb Every Mountain? You have it? Can you put it up? I want to just read through the words. I wrote down this topic, Climb Every Mountain, a few weeks ago. You know, sometimes I have all these messages many times, many weeks ahead and try to figure out which one the Lord will have me preach. And then when I was figuring out that I was going to preach this late last night, I remember that there was actually a song. It's a song called Climb Every Mountain. You know, from the classic movie Sound of Music. How many of you ever watched Sound of Music? Climb every mountain. <laughs> Search high and low. Follow every byway, every path, you know. Then I said, oh, yeah, I remember there's this song. So I went and I went to Google. <laughs> I went to Google this early morning. I remember it on my bed last night. And then I went to Google early this morning. I said, yeah. You know, and my goodness, that was, that's my all-time classic. I've watched that movie I don't know, <laughs> you know, a hundred times. You know, and when my kids were little, sit down and watch the movie. <laughs> when it's Christmas or whatever, we watch that movie, you know. Climb every mountain. I want to read through the words. I can't sing it because they sing, they sing it in soprano. <laughs> so, uh-uh. I'm, I can't even try that one. <laughs> Otherwise, I'll run you guys off, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so, Maybe Preston can come and sing it, but not, not me, you know. <laughs> I mean, I was trying to sing the thing. He was like, my goodness, I mean, the pitch was so high. I said, ah, no, 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 no. So let me just read through it. So let's go through it together. So Paul, you have to go through it for me. Climb every mountain. Search high and low. Follow every byway, every path you know. Next verse. Climb every mountain. Ford every stream. Follow every rainbow till you find your dream. Isn't that wonderful? <laughs> A dream that you would need. All the love that you can give. Every day of your life for as long as you live. Which is telling you that the battle is not over. You have to keep going. Climb, <laughs> Climb every mountain. Ford every stream. Follow every rainbow till you find your dream. Next stanza. A dream 
that will need all the love that you can give and even all the strength that you can give muster all the power be strong in the lord and in the power of his mind don't give up and don't give in hallelujah every day of your life for as long as you live hallelujah climb every mountain forward means you know go through every stream cross every stream you know follow every rainbow you know remember take the shot <laughs> praise god you know so all these messages tie together god is going to give you opportunities this year but you are going to have to climb those mountains the mountains are going to come against you you know but there are some things that god will not do for you god will tell you if your name is noah god will tell you that there is a destruction that is coming but you got to build the ark hello <laughs> It's not going to build the ark for you. You have to build the ark. It doesn't matter if it takes you a hundred and something years to build the ark. You are going to have to build that ark. Are you still with me? You are at your Red Sea moment. You are going to have to cross that Red Sea. You're going to have to cross that Red Sea. God is not just going to magically. He can do it. But he may not do it. And I don't think he's going to do it. Because of these kind of messages already strengthening you to know that you know you you got to do it you know you're going to have to cross that red sea you have to cross that red sea god's already told you that you're going to inherit the promised land yeah but you keep the, the your journey this year can be one of 40 days and god forbid it should turn to 40 years your journey this year to that destiny, to that expected end, can be one of only 40 days. Or through unbelief and all these other things and so forth, and carelessness and so on, it can drag on out and disobedience. It can drag on out to 40 years. That's not your portion in Jesus' name. 40 days, you can get there. You know, but they couldn't do it because of disobedience and unbelief. You know, so you're going to have to build that ark and you're going to have to climb every mountain. There is something I'm going to do here this morning. So I wanted to keep this message brief. I finished the teaching part of this message. Now I want to do the praying and declaration part. Can somebody say amen? And you're going to help me to do it. You know, so don't stand up yet. I want to explain it to you because you will be on your feet for a while. So sit down and listen to it. You know, while I explain it to you. Remember, I came out here and I said, well, God showed me, it was like a visual, I, I was visualizing it. I didn't see it physically, with, in, but I saw it in the spirit. And I saw these two calendars. How many of you remember I spoke about that? And I saw these two calendars. And one of them, when I was looking, had all kinds of black and dark things all over the place. Well, I tried to look, but my attention was drawn. There was another calendar that had light and some things that were just jumping up, you know, all over the place. And I said, well, I like that one. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now, 
I want us to recalibrate our calendars this year. You know, make them align. Calibration is you got to align something back to something you want it to be. We got to align the calendars to the promise of God that God has given us. This is indeed going to be the year, the defining year for many of us. Amen. So here's what I want you to do. We are going to call forth, and I tried to do this at the beginning of the year, but I want to do some more of it today. We're already on the 23rd day of January. How's your January going so far? <laughs> Look, don't leave it up to chance. The Bible says you can command the womb of the morning. Hallelujah. <laughs> when you get up in the morning, you can get up and say, I know that the lines are falling onto me in pleasant places. And I know that I have a goodly heritage. Hallelujah. <laughs> you don't have to just leave the day up to chance. You know, God was challenging Job. The book of Job 38 and so on. And God was asking him all these questions. Do you understand the ordinances of... And you know, I've heard over the years that people say that, you know, those are things that we can never understand because God was challenging Job. No, that, that's the exact opposite. By God revealing those things there, it tells you that those are things that we can actually understand. Those are things that we can do. If you know how to set the dominion in heaven, if you know how to influence the... You know, let me put it the other way around. Things happen in the spiritual first before they influence the earth. So if you know how to... And, you know, the wicked spirits of the world, they understand these things. Witches and witches and all this, they understand that. So if you know how to influence the things that are in the heavenlies, you can bring their dominion upon the earth. Hallelujah. If you know how to speak into the spiritual realm concerning your day, you can put a canopy over that day. <laughs> Hallelujah. A banner over me is love. You can put a canopy over that day. So that's what we're going to do today. So I want you now to stand to your feet. Don't leave January. There's still one week and a couple of days left this month. Don't leave it to chance. Don't leave February to chance. Don't, let me tell you, there are some mountains that are coming. You know, why do we preach these messages? Is it just to come out here and sound eloquent? <laughs> Far from it. Because, you know, God has seen something, you know, that you are going to face. And he's trying to strengthen you. You know, God woke Elijah up, he's, you know, brought him some meat. He said, look, you got to eat. <laughs> You're going to go in the strength of this meat for many, many days. You know, and so on. You know, you got to eat. Forty days ahead, you're not going to have any food. You know, God already seen what's ahead. You know, so here's what we're going to do. Here's what I want you to do with me this morning. January, February, March, and April, and I saw some really dark things on that other calendar all over these months, some of these months. But then on the other hand, I saw some other jumping up things. This is like jubilation and things, celebration. You know, so which of these two calendars are you going to have this year? 
Which of these? Somebody said jubilation calendar. <laughs> Praise the Lord. You know, so, but don't leave it to chance. Don't leave it to chance. The Bible says be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. You know, don't let the devil bamboos you, play you like ping pong all over the place. No. <laughs> you know, no. Take your stand upon the word of God and keep moving forward. And there are people in here today that I'm going to tell you some things about what you need to do for your children as well. <laughs> and even for your grandchildren. You know, so it doesn't matter, you know, what the enemy is planning. The providence of God will protect and guide and make provision for that destiny to come to pass. Amen. And there are people, there will be people in this place today that are listening to me and some watching where the enemy has tried to darken your star. And that star is going to shine again this year. Amen. That star is going to shine again this year. Hallelujah. So here's what I want to do. Let's pray. I want you to lift up. Nobody's going to pray this prayer for you. When I say help me, I mean just join me. <laughs> it's your battle. Praise God. That's right. It's you need to get a hold of God. Just like Jacob, he had power with God. He got a hold of that angel of the Lord and said, you are not going anywhere. You and me today, we're entering the same trouser. <laughs> you know, unless you bless me, you aren't going nowhere. You know, you got to get to that point. You know, if you are at the point where you say, well, if God bless me, fine. If God bless me, if God heals me. Some people, when they are praying for healing, say, well, maybe God will heal me, fine. Maybe God won't heal me, fine. Well, you're not going to get anything that way. A double-minded man can receive nothing of the Lord. Amen? You need to make up your mind. So what I want you to do is open your mouth. Remember, Psalm 103, verse 20. The angels of God that excel in strength. These are not just the weak angels. They are, you know, they have categories among those angels. You know, but the most powerful ones that excel in strength. They are waiting for the voice of God from your mouth. Hearkening to the voice of his word. Now, if you can put voice to his word, the word that God has already said, you must put voice to it. When you put voice to it, the angels will hearken. Hallelujah. That's how it works. It doesn't matter how big the mountain is. You put voice to it and the angels will hearken. They will go into action. So I want you to put voice to your prayer. And if you are praying for yourself, do it. If you are praying for your children, do it. If you are praying for your grandchildren, do it. There are, this Bible is full of so many promises. We have spoken on this platform concerning promises for children. God said, look, I will snatch them from the hand of the enemy. Amen. <laughs> they will come back to their own place. They will come back to their own border. Jeremiah 31. You can read from verses 15 and 16. I will tell you. They will come back. God even says, look. You know, enough of the crying and all this. Thing. I'm going to give you comfort. I'm going to bring your children back to their own place. I will contend with them that contend with you. And I will save your children. There are so many promises. That's not my topic today, but I just want to remind you 
that some of you who are older and parents and so forth, maybe you have already arrived at a certain place and so forth, but there's time. You must pray for your children. And you can help them move along. But everybody must pray for themselves. So let's go into prayers. What would you want? There's still seven more days or so, or eight or whatever left in this month. What would you want God to do for you in January? Hallelujah. January! Call it for. I don't hear anybody speaking anything. It's not in your mouth. It's not in your heart. It's in your mouth. They are hearkening to the voice of his word. Call forth what you want God to do for you for February. March. Call it for. April. Call it for. May. Call it for. June. Call it for. July. Call it for. August. Call it for. September. Call it for. October. Call it for November, call it for and December, call it for. You say, well, what if it doesn't happen? Well, what if it happens? <laughs> Raise God. You don't always have to be negative. Believe in the positive. Hallelujah. Some people say, well, shoot for the stars. If you miss, you land among the moon or whatever. I don't know how they say it. You know, don't settle for mediocrity. Hallelujah. Our God is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that you ask or think. If you can think it, if you can imagine it, God can do it and even more. Praise the Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I losing, hallelujah, the ordinances of heaven, the bands of Orion, yes, Maseroth and his sons, I command the influences of these things to bring blessedness into my life, into the life of my family, into the life of all my brethren that are here and their lives in Jesus name. We command the womb of the morning every morning to bring blessings to your way. The blessings of heaven. The dew of heaven in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We command the strength of the Lord in your moments of weakness. When you are faced with the mountains I command that God will remind you that you have strength from the Lord. For by your natural strength shall no man prevail. But my grace is sufficient in your weakness. And my strength is made perfect for you. Every time you think you are weak. When you are faced with those mountains. And there are some particular months this year where there will be some mountains. When you are faced with those mountains, remember... <laughs> Hallelujah. Speak to this mountain. Be thou removed. And be thou cast into the sea. And it will obey you. The angels will go into operation and make it happen. Even when you are in the valley sometimes. There is a song that says. The God of the mountain is also God in the valley. When you are in the Mountain, the things that God gave you when you are in the light. There are days when you think you are in the darkness. Remember his promise. Sir. What he already spoke to you when you are in the light. Let it strengthen you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Now, don't let these declarations end here during this service. When you go from here, begin your day with praising the Lord. Begin by blessing the beauty of holiness. And then immediately 
begin to command the womb of the morning to begin to remember jesus said the son of man is lord also of the sabbath or any day for that matter this day was made for us we were not made for the day so the day must be subject in the name of jesus hallelujah you know if we pray right live you know according to the word of god and walk in the prophetic allow god to lead us we can avoid many snares many many snares and stay in prayer and a prayer is so powerful you know stay in prayer you can avoid so many snares hallelujah glory to god thank you jesus and god's providence will continue to work for you god will continue to give you the grace to climb every mountain you must climb those mountains don't let the mountain distress you in jesus name we have prayed i want to say last thing and i want this on the recording listen to this many years ago god gave me this illustration about a, a huge mountain it's like you know when you are standing at the feet of mountain the mountain you know is overwhelming you can't even see the top because of the gradient you got to kind of move to the back you know you have to move away a little bit so that you you know you can see the line of sight if you're at the bottom of the mountain you can't see the top you know but while i was looking at that mountain that looks so big the spirit said stand back and while i stood back you know back enough for me to see the top of the mountain because right at the top, bottom of the mountain you couldn't see the top all you saw was the mountain so you have to stand back in order to be able to see the top and you stand back long you know back enough then you see this colossal figure and then he's strapping the mountain like this and that mountain that looks so huge <laughs> now all of a sudden this colossal figure makes that mountain look so small hallelujah <laughs> praise god and that is when you put your eyes upon the lord remove your eyes from the mountain and put your eyes on the lord of the mountain hallelujah and he will make that mountain that looks so big he will make them look like flat he said he will level every mountain and he will fill every valley and the glory of the lord shall be revealed in the name of jesus i want you to wave your hands to the lord thank him you know after every prayer of victory we need to thank the lord we need to praise the lord and remember also you can praise the lord ahead of every victory too Jehoshaphat, he learned how to do that. Once the word of promise came, he worshipped. Hallelujah. And when the word of promise has come to you this year, praise team, you can come back, come on back to the stage. Once the word of promise has gone forth for you this year, and even like today, encouraging you to climb every mountain, you can worship. You can praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And that's demonstrating your faith in his promises. That you are anchored upon his promise. Climb every mountain. Ford every stream. Cross everything that is on your way. Run through troops. Leap over walls. If you can't climb the mountain, go around it. Hallelujah. But don't let it stop you. Don't look at, you know, bulldoze it, knock it down. Anything that is in your way, you are either going to knock it over, run it over, or get around it somehow. But don't let it stop you. Hallelujah. 
keep on moving with the Lord and keep on going forward and climb every mountain until you arrive at the expected end in Jesus' name. Put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen.